1: Good evening and welcome to Generation Next on Joy 94.9. It's five minutes past seven. In the studios tonight, I'm Eleanor. And I'm Maddie. And Eleanor, you're having a bit of a dance there. Yeah, look, it's it's groovy. You, you can't blame me, surely. It's the Spice Girls. Like, Spice how can Girls. we resist? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. Remember, everyone, if you have any comments tonight, anything to add, any questions, text in 0427JOY949 or email at joy.org.au. So many of you are returning to school this week.
0: Yep. Uh, those of you who are in high school will be going back very, very soon. And those of us in Uni will, uh within the next month or so we'll most likely yeah. be heading back there or heading
1: there for the first time in some people's in my, case. In my case, exactly. So we'd like to give you guys a bit of a head start with some tips on how to stay safe and how to have a good time in our second half this week for our older kids and yes I'm sure, I'm aware, many of you are older than I am. <laughs> we'll be chatting about uni life including helping out with how to survive your first year. So tonight we're going to be discussing how to survive year 12 and how to get started with QSAs at and your we're school. we're
0: also going to be joined later on by Joel from Safe Schools Coalition, who
1: actually you caught up with earlier in the week. Yeah, exactly. Um, That was a great little interview and I'm excited to share that one with you. And as mentioned, we'll be looking at how to adjust to uni life. Yep.
0: And how to get involved with the queer community or whatever groups you want to get involved with.
1: And just to round us up tonight, It's the second week. That means it's time for gay school later on in the show. First up, though, let's talk about year 12 and beginning school.
0: Year 12 is a bit of a distant memory for me because I graduated in 2008.
1: Meanwhile, you're just out of year 12. Yeah, I um, am. I'm going to say it was a stressful year, but it's not nearly as bad as people make it sound. It's only as bad as you let it be.
0: Yeah, people do enjoy it seems to be a tradition when you're finishing year 12 to scare the year 11s oh absolutely that's that's like how when you're in year 11 you scare the year 10s it's a rite of passage yeah but you know what you can get through it yeah year 12 is it's a big year it's full of a lot of things and your school will actually really really press it as being the most important year of your life and you know what no
1: that's absolutely not true (laughs)
0: Schools like to press the idea that there is the path. You finish year 12, you get a good ATAR score, you get accepted into your first preference uni and you go to uni. That is nowhere near the only path.
1: No, absolutely not. And, um, you know, you know, it depending, especially depending on your school, you might even be able to get into your preferred course without the ATAR that you might have hoped for. Like one of my friends got a pretty low ATAR and he still managed to get into RMIT. So anything's possible.
0: Yeah. So, like the standard path would be, you know, focusing on your ATAR, which a lot of you, how you're going to go in year 12 really depends on the subjects that you've chosen. Mm. My sister and I are fairly, in terms of intelligence, we're fairly, you know, fairly equal, I would say. Yeah. The subjects that I chose, were sub were very different to hers and our ATARs were 24 points apart or enters at the time yeah and it's not like there is that big a difference in our intellect that's not what your ATAR measures
1: absolutely not it, it measures basically academic straight up academic ability which is and also
0: that there's a lot of luck in there there's yeah. a lot based on your school whether, like your school's you, performance. whether
1: you're unfortunate enough to get sick
0: and how your subjects scale if you're doing yep. something that you love and maybe doesn't scale that great. Like my sister did theatre, film and media in year 12. And meanwhile, I did two lotes because I'm an absolute masochist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, French was not one of my most enjoyed class. Well, I really enjoyed the class, but the stress was not something that I enjoyed.
0: Well, I did German and Chinese second language. Yeah, They were my two worst subjects in terms of raw scores. German went up from my fourth raw score to my best scaled score. Yep. Like, languages scale hugely. So it could be that if you happen to be doing a language, you might score a bit higher on your ATAR
1: than a friend of yours who's pretty much your equal and yet isn't doing a language. But as we mentioned before, even if you don't get, at the end of the day, even if you don't get that that high ATAR that you were hoping for, you can do things like... Um, associate degrees you can do things like diplomas at the uni all these, all these alternate pathways oh, yeah. that might only take off a semester or two
0: yeah definitely um another thing that i want to like this was the biggest thing for me in year 12 my school was very big on the it handed out study timetables and said you need to fill them in you need to study for three hours a day and you need to have that all yep. scripted out beforehand my response to that was
1: no nope, no nope. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, I did not go in for any of that. Look, the the, the thing is, right, not, it is one of your hardest years of schooling. I'm not going to deny that. But it's also a really big year socially. I mean, all of you at and your year level, you've all grown up now. You're, you're almost adults. Some A lot of you are going to become yeah. adults. Yeah, a
0: lot of people will turn 18 throughout the school year. And at that stage,
1: you know what, you're at school out of your own determination. Yeah, it's, it's a case of don't don't spend the whole time studying I mean obviously if you really want to you can but I would strongly suggest you go out there and have fun go to a few parties maybe take a few risks not big ones please stay safe children yeah but you know don't don't just stay in your room and study the whole time it's a really it's really important that you take that opportunity to find out who you really are and who your real friends are
0: yeah and if you spend all of your time studying you're gonna burn out. Absolutely. That's one that's one thing that happens. You need to think of, you need to figure out the amount of study that works for you. And you may end up making a compromise. I was a reasonably high achiever. I wasn't Eleanor standard, but the <laughs> thing is I could have got an ATAR in your I got about four points lower yeah. than Eleanor. And I probably could have gotten those four points higher. But you know what? I beat my clearly in by twenty points. Absolutely. There was no need for me to sit you know to work myself into the ground every night yeah. and burn out to get a few a few extra points that didn't matter
1: in the long term and that was exactly my logic like a few people were like oh, i expected you to get you know 99.5 that kind of range and i'm i said well i could have if i would put in all that ridiculous effort spent hours and hours out, at my desk
0: let's just point out that you worked a paying job you volunteered at joy you held yep. down a relationship and a social life and got a really really high ATR, and everyone sort
1: of has no idea how it's look it's entirely possible as long as you you make sure that you're not sacrificing making as few sacrifices as possible i mean obviously you can't have everything but it is entirely possible to still have a social life and achieve fairly well at school it's a a lot of the time it's about the study study habits like if you sit at your desk for three hours every night you're not going to get anything done maybe sit down for half an hour to an hour get some homework done then go walk the dog or go ring your best friend or Go watch kiss that. your boyfriend or whatever yeah. works for you. You know, watch one TV show. Watch a te- watch an episode of Adventure Time. I don't know. Whatever it is that works for you. You're not going to get anything done by sitting at your desk for hours and hours and hours.
0: I remember when I was in high school, during the exam period, I asked a couple of friends, did either of you see this special on TV last night? So yeah. I said, like, oh no, some of us need to study.
1: And like, you can take an hour off. Yeah. The other thing is that I wanted to move on just before finishing up this segment It's a really big time for identity a lot of the time. It it was for me. It was where I really started coming out and being comfortable with who I was. And that can be really stressful. So I would highly recommend if your school doesn't have any kind of support network for queer students, such as a Queer Straight Alliance... Get in contact with people that can help you out. People like Standout Network from Minus18. They, The purpose of this project is to get in there and help you figure out how to get a few students together to start a queer club where people can feel at home. Yeah, definitely. Other option is to look at the Safe Schools Coalition. Yeah, which is what we're going to be taking up right after this song. So all the best to our starting year 12 students and everyone else in, the, in maybe in lower year levels. We love you too. You can do it. <laughs>
0: So this is Own Backyard by Horror Show featuring a local Indigenous artist. Awesome. And this is Generation Next. Thanks for listening to another JOY podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, JOY. Help us keep JOY on air. Head to joy.org.au. JOY, a diverse sound for a diverse community.